Yet. I don't think. I, I don't know. I'm not noticing it. Are what you? number podcast is this? 67? Yes. So in episode 65, if you want to go back to episode 65, go to the end. We experience a real time atmospheric river in the studio. Nowhere near. We're not. I'm not even going to pretend to be anywhere near the hardship of people actually suffering in Metro Vancouver. But for soft as shit ba- radio DJs, it was traumatic. And it happened to us right yeah. here as we were recording the very podcast. So that was kind of fun. You can go back to episode 65. Karis, where are we at today? Today, we are episode 67 of the Early Show Later podcast with Karis and Jeremy. Today's episode is entitled Jager Bombs on the Beach. And our audio table of contents. Yes, we are going to talk to Sam Chang of the Broadscast about the Vancouver Canucks and their uh, really rather depressing situation. <laughs> I hope Sam makes us feel better. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll find out. And the thing is, I love Sam. Her takes on Twitter are the greatest. That's why I love her. She, she has that kind of dark energy, which I love. And I try to exude myself. But the problem is, I think our double n- twin negativity vibes. <laughs> so, well, and especially in, you know, the post-atmospheric river apocalypse situation yeah. that we find ourselves, it's all it's all a little heavy. Uh, but we're going to lighten it up. We're going to talk about how Paul Rudd's wife would have voted for Keanu as sexiest man alive. Yeah, I don't Paul, hate that take. Mrs. Paul Rudd. Rudd's own wife. Although, you know what? I, 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 I can understand that. Yeah, I don't hate that take. No, totally. Uh, I well, think Paul Rudd's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I married a good one. Exactly. Yeah, she's smart. She knows. She knows what's up. And <laughs> the Canadian men's soccer team winning huge over Mexico last night. Giving us some brightness in this world, in this nation, which yeah. is incredible. Yep, that's going to brighten us up. Um, but first, we've got Debate Club. And this is quite a debate that we've got going on. What on earth do we turn the stuck barge on Sunset Beach into? And the barge is not moving. That's the update. Apparently, uh, they tried to move the barge that was washed up against Sunset Beach there, right up against the seawall. High tide, they got a tugboat or maybe a couple, I'm not sure how many they brought in, but it was not enough. So it's just there now? It's, it's just part of the scenery? <laughs> the barge, at least for now, the barge stays. Is that our new urban art installation? It's like the chandelier under the bridge, the barge on the beach. Yep, that's it. I mean, the number of people who are taking selfies with the barge, you know, we've got humans on the ground taking photos with the barge. We've got helicopter, you know, the traffic reporters up in the air taking selfies with the barge. Like, it's a thing. So I think we just lean into it. Let's leave the barge on the beach and make it part of our urban landscape. And maybe we turn it into something. I think that's a great idea, but what do we turn it into? I think condos. Because we could use more. You have that kind of like, you know, the work 
the work live um, loft. You know what I mean? Almost oh. like a Brooklyn kind of vibe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then we just got to think about the real estate agents. Mm-hmm. We always got to be keeping them in our hearts. And mm-hmm. we're like, it's just another opportunity for them to make some money. Right. And, you know, maybe we just couple, couple. Uh, affordable housing units in there on the ground floor, maybe. Right, yeah, uh, near near the back. Yeah, near the back, near the bottom. Sure, yeah. But you know what? I think even, maybe even better than condos. What if we turned it into a cafe? A Cactus Club cafe? Well, maybe. And I know that's been sort of circling around online, the that's idea that, hey, joke, yeah. popular joke is turn the barge into a Cactus Club. But I think there is already a Cactus Club on English Bay, so we don't really need to double up. <laughs> it's almost like Starbucks's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how close can the Cactus Clubs be? We don't need that. We need Avocad Bros. Oh, this is a new concept. Yeah, new cafe concept. Take, it's going to take the world by storm. Avocad Bros, cafe specializing in guacamole and Jaeger bombs. Have they floated that barge out of there yet, Karen? No. Can oh. we see it? We can't see it, can we? We tried. We Now that the leaves are gone from most of the trees, the wind, I, yeah. we've got a tiny little view corridor to that part of English Bay, but we can't quite see the oh, barge. Oh, I want to see the barge. It's I like know, uh, I know. It's like famous now. It the really barge is. that ran aground during the great storm uh, in English Bay, is, they can't float it. They can't drag it out of there. I think it's just part of the park now. They tried. It sort of looks like that way. They tried yesterday at high tide. They had a couple tugs trying to tow it out of there. They could not. There was a crowd gathered on the beach watching the whole thing, as you would you with your maritime terms, high tide. Look at you go. Well, you know. Did you serve in the Navy? I can tell. No, but I grew up on the water, so (laughs) I know all about tides. Uh, Our poll today, if the barge is now part of the park, what should we do with the barge? Stuck there at Sunset Beach. Um, should it be an urban art installation, kind of like the chandelier under the bridge? Yep. Or that weird frame that they had down by False Creek? I don't, it said something, didn't it? I can't remember. Wish you were here. Should it be condos? Mm, that yes. would, you know, probably it should be. It probably mm-hmm. it will be. Yes. Uh, should it be? This was a write-in vote uh, that we got on uh, our text line, 281027. Bard on the barge on the beach. Yes. <laughs> Performing the Tempest. Performing the Tempest. And if you're into Shakespeare, you know that's that's a clever idea. And then, of course, we had uh, the popular joke is to make it a, a uh, Cactus Club Cafe. But you had your own cafe concept, something unique. Yes, we don't need to have two Cactus Clubs within a stone's throw of each other. There's already one on English Bay. Come on, people. What is this, Starbucks Corner? No. So... We should make the barge an Avocad Bros Cafe. And an Avocad Bros Cafe specializes in guacamole and Jaeger bombs. Mm, I like that. Just such a do people still drink Jaeger bombs? Uh, maybe if I've you're... never even heard someone say that in years, but back in the day. Yeah. And I don't know. Did start, you start your morning with one. Potentially 20-year-olds still do. Do they? I don't know. Are there any 20-year-olds rocking the show right now? 281 Bomb. When was yeah. the last time you did one of those? I feel like it's... I think this is a chance to try this out. Like, maybe the 20-year-olds will flock to the Avocad Bros Barge <laughs> Cafe and have their avocado toast. Or maybe oh, they'll God. have 
some chips and guac and There's just green vomit everywhere. That's a good point, actually. That's really disgusting. <laughs> Thank you uh, for right. that. UFC fight. And I will leave you with that thought on the program today. So uh, we did we mention though that Bard on the barge on the beach is oh, winning? Oh, sorry. By a lot. Yes. By a lot. I have a Cod Bros second. <laughs> yep. Nice. People like the concept cafe. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's Black Whistle Fire. The song is called Look Alive. You're listening to The Early Show on 1027 The Peak. Uh, good morning. It's Karis and Jeremy with you. Hello. Good morning. And it was kind of interesting going through Twitter last night as the men's Canadian soccer team had such a huge victory over Mexico in CONCACAF world qualifying. Yes, man. It was wild. It was totally wild. I mean, that mixed with all of the the flood tweets as well. So it was this this sort of yin and yang, you know, this tragedy and also this elation. It was kind of an, a wild mix on my Twitter feed last night. But, you know, it was enjoyable for me at least to have that... Same, you know what? In that I would moment. say as well. And it's a national story, right? Whereas, yeah. I mean, this flood is a national story as well, obviously. And as we're learning, it's going to affect the nation just because the port is cut off for a while. So, it's, you know, people are going to feel it across the country. And uh, this storm is now, you know, over Saskatchewan creating a blizzard. So it is a national story. But Everyone was cheering on Canada yesterday against Mexico. I was working at the bar last night, which is a sports pub, and it was exciting to see it pretty full and people there to watch soccer, which was really neat. Cool. Uh, People were cheering on Canada. The game just always kind of felt like Canada was in charge, which was kind of neat, too. The goalie, I don't know the dude's name. He was playing out of his mind. Like He made remarkable stops that prevented goals multiple times. And Canada now is at the top of the qualifying for our region. We're number one. What? I don't think Canada has lost yet in regulation. I think we're like 4-0-4 or something nuts like that. Um, If Canada does manage to do it, it will be the first time Canada men's team has qualified for the World Cup since 1986. Is that what they called the team the 86ers? Or is it because of Expo? Uh Remember like the Vancouver 86ers? Maybe both. I hope both. I don't know. Let's go with both. Yeah, I'll have to Wikipedia that. Uh, but an incredible game. The conditions were nuts. They're playing. I think it's a real grass field, but it resembled I, tundra. I, I fe- no, it resembled it's, it's got to be. It's turf. It's got to be turf. No, it can't be turf because I think be. it is men's. They're very like uh, particular in men's soccer. They're like, it must be grass and really? nature and all this. Yeah, they're very particular about it. They're not like CFL players that play on concrete. They're like, no, no, it needs to be grass. Like, I don't think Mexico would come if it was artificial turf. Well, I mean, quite honestly. Natural su- tundra, yes. <laughs> artificial turf is no. I'm surprised they came even with snow on the ground. I, I, thought, I thought that to- would drive them away. I thought they were going to be like, no. <laughs> we no, pass. We're going to pass. We're going to pass. We, it's nuts that we're playing soccer in an outdoor stadium in November. But maybe it's like we do that on purpose. Maybe that is Canadian gamesmanship. That And that's the home field advantage. I feel like it. And uh, Canucks back in town. Are we going to go out? We're going to welcome them at the airport? <laughs> Take it on Colorado tonight. Uh, I think probably the whole team does need a hug. I, you know what? For sure. I kind of was like, man, should we go to the airport and just be like, welcome back, guys. Hey, come on. See you at Okay, this is a big news story uh, the other week before our province flooded. Um, 
Paul Rudd was named People Magazine's sexiest man alive. It was news to his wife. <laughs> he he is. is what? Really? <laughs> well, you don't live with him. Yeah, you don't see the pile of dishes he leaves in the sink when the dishwasher is empty. Uh, she says. <laughs> If she was on the People Magazine bo- voting board, she would have voted Keanu Reeves. Ooh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. I, I, you know, I think that's a tough choice. If you put Keanu Reeves up against Paul Rudd, I, you know what? I would take Keanu Reeves. Would you take Keanu? Yeah, but I, I mean, know. I'm a bit of a homer, though. Yeah, I'm struggling a bit, but I think I would go Keanu as well, right? Yeah. Proud of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I like Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. Okay, totally. Paul yep. Rudd stands. Do not come knives out for me. I like Paul Rudd. Second sexiest man alive? Maybe. Yeah, well, I, you know, maybe we could go one and one A. Maybe. I would have to talk to Paul Rudd's wife. <laughs> the Early Show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. Sam Chang, one part of the a broadcast, hockey podcast. Sam Chang, we have... More questions, and hopefully you have answers with what is going on with the Canucks right now. They're back home tonight against uh, Colorado Avalanche after a dreadful road trip. Sam, will the Canucks ever win again? Will they ever win again? Yes. Will it be tonight? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I like. You know what? Knowing Knowing their luck, they will win tonight. I, I I feel like I don't know if that's good, right? Like if they win, is that almost just like putting a band-aid on like a gunshot wound? Yes. That's uh. the perfect description. Now, apparently Jim Benning has had a meeting with the Aquilinis. That that's what I've heard. Yeah, and I mean, like, they just sat down and they're like, oh, team, we've got problems. Yes, we've got problems. And then they're like, okay, peace. See you later. Um, I mean, obviously, we don't know what happened there. Are you expecting somebody to lose their job? Like, is this a situation where Travis Green, the coach, is maybe going to be fired? Is Finn's job on the line? Yeah, what about Finn? Is Finn safe? What's happening? I think Finn's probably the safest, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I I think it's kind of funny. Everyone, everyone's made the joke, but... It, you know, you show up to this meeting to say what's wrong with this team by talking to the exact two people who have put the team together. Um, and it's it's a bit of a joke if you don't know by this point. Um, I expect if they keep losing, someone will get fired, but it's it's probably overdue. Sam, is there anything that you think or that, you know, you guys have discussed on the broadcast um that is even remotely possible to help turn this team around at this point that is doable? I don't know if there are any quick fixes that are going to make them competitive this season. I mean, maybe competitive in the sense that they won't be in the bottom of their division. Um, But my, my view is that this is not as good of a roster as maybe some people think it is. Um, And that, you know, when when we first spoke at the start of the season, I said I thought maybe they would contend for playoffs because the division is really weak. And unfortunately, the Oilers have been really good. The Flames have actually been really good. And the California teams have performed surprisingly well. And so 
they haven't actually been able to take advantage of what should have been a weak division. Was Trevor Linden right? I mean, I don't know what he was right about, but he obviously had some sort of falling out with management, right? And and it kind of makes you wonder, like, hmm, maybe Trevor Linden was on to something. Yeah, I think the rumor at the time was that he wanted to have a more realistic view of what how long the rebuild was going to take and to be realistic about the fact that they weren't going to win right away in a rebuild and that something more sustainable um, was, was going to take a little more time, or at least that was what the rumor was. And if, if that was what he was suggesting, I think we're seeing that play out now is that they tried to take a lot of shortcuts to success and it hasn't paid off. Yeah. I guess what ultimately frustrates me is it looks like every other team in the NHL, like the California teams are a great example. They win Stanley cups. They suck for like two or three years, maybe. And then they're good again. And the Canucks just are always bad. Yeah. I I mean, I think the LA Kings are going to have won their cups rebuilt and gotten back into the playoffs before the Canucks ever finished this rebuild. All right, Sam, thank you so much for (laughs) taking the time on that uplifting thought. Yeah, exactly. We are, we are all (laughs) united as Canucks fans in uh, this culture of losing. Yeah, it's, it's delightful. Sam, we always appreciate you coming on the show. Nice to talk to you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The Early Show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. So there we'll have it. Who knows what the Canucks will do tonight, and who knows what the future will hold. But, you know, I I hope that just maybe one day the Canucks will make it to the Cup Final again. (laughs) Before the LA Kings? Yep, that would be great. And ideally, they win this time. And super ideally, the city doesn't trash itself. Yeah, that would all of those things would be we're asking a lot. I know we are, I'll, right? I'll take a riot if we get a cup. No. No, 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 no. We don't want to riot. Stop no, doing that everybody. No. Please. Uh, I would like to interview Paul Rudd's wife. Wouldn't that be fun? I w- yes, I think she's got a really great point because it's one thing to look at Paul Rudd in the movies yeah. and the interviews and in his Ant-Man, you're, you're my absolute Exactly, being all, you know, cute and sexy and whatever. But it's another thing when you live with somebody who leaves a mess in the bathroom and who maybe doesn't clean up after himself. The dishes on the sink when the dishwasher's right there. And it's like, we get Ant-Man, she gets that. Yep. Holy gone. She's got rips in his underwear. She's like, well, that's my sexiest man alive. We get clueless. It's not... It's not yeah. fair to her. No, and for her, she, you know, she doesn't live with Keanu Reeves, so for her, she would vote for Keanu Reeves because she doesn't get Keanu Reeves's, you know, toenail clippings all over <laughs> the bathroom floor when he's done trimming up, right? Although somebody else probably does. You know, comes home and she doesn't have Keanu Reeves explaining the intricacies of his fantasy football team. You know? No, she doesn't. Oh yeah, she's got a good point. You know what? I would like to interview her. She sounds like a lot of fun. And also, Paul Rudd, greatest sexiest man alive, probably married. Probably married a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. So I imagine they're a fun, uh, fun couple. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Paul Rudd's wife, for giving us some laughs today. Thank you to you for listening to the podcast. Thank you. And you can text us at, uh, sorry, rather tweet us yeah. at any time. You can at... text, but we won't get it during the podcast. <laughs> no, we'll only get that during our live radio program, which is 6 to 10 a.m. on 1027 in Vancouver, the peak. 
Bob, but you can tweet us at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, Hogg, H-O-G-G. What should the barge uh, stuck on Sunset Beach be turned into? Tweet yeah. us. People give us lots of good takes. Oh, also shout out to Sam Chang from the Broadcast Podcast yeah. for coming on the show. She's always got great hockey takes. Uh, and uh, her podcast is good too. So listen to that wherever you find fine podcast. Wherever you found this podcast, probably. Yeah, I'm sure you can find theirs. www.broadcast.com. You'll find it. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.